Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. Uh, that was CanCon I was on the phone with. He's coming on here in a second. He's got an update on Jeremy Brown's case. Uh, so this is a big deal. We were talking about this, uh, both of the shows yesterday, FBI comp planning evidence because, you know, they're absolute garbage people and they're sick, 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 sick traitors. So give me one minute. We're going to have CanCon on here in a second uh, to give us an update about this. And I wonder, I didn't see anything new posted on Jeremy Brown's case since yesterday. Uh, so bear with us, everybody. This is going to be the guys, please share this. Uh, this needs to get out to everybody. So if you guys could hit the rumble button, uh, CanCon will be on here in just a minute. Boom. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? I'm down here at the uh, the courthouse in Tampa, and I've got a big, big, big update on the Jeremy Brown trial. So uh, Jeremy is testifying right now. Um, his his girlfriend testified earlier. They had some uh, interesting things that came out there. They accused her of lying to the uh, federal agents and uh, because she didn't identify Jeremy Brown as being inside the house. So they said she was lying to agents in, in a process of an investigation. You know what they gave her for identification documents? What they presented you know there? They, yeah, you know what they presented as identifying documents? Well, like a pool pass? Not just, no, not just a, it was a business card sized piece of Xerox paper. Flimsy little Xerox paper they gave to her and they said, I'm a federal agent. I need to talk to Jeremy Brown. And she said, he's not home. Like, would you ever in, in your right mind, if somebody presented a, a, a business card that was printed on Xerox paper, would you ever tell them, yeah, I, I, I believe you're a federal agent. Get the hell out of here. Guys, no, a 20, I tell you 20 to take a hike. Special... Okay, now it gets, it gets so much better, all right? So Jeremy gets on the stand, and they start talking about this physical classified document that's been, um, that, that, that's been admitted as one of the charges. I think it was count number 10, I think. Um, and they start asking it the whole time that the, the state, the government, I'll, I'll call them the state, the whole time the state's been presenting their witnesses, all they're saying is classified documents are bad, right? Classified documents are bad. This is this is serious stuff, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the defense attorney, all he would ever say is, is this a draft or is this a final copy? Oh, I don't know. You can't tell. But either way, it's classified. OK, is it signed? No, it's not signed. Is that normal for a classified document, a final draft? No, that's that's not normal. OK. So Jeremy gets up on the stand and Jeremy says, here's what happened with that document. That document is just a template. It's just a format document. Nothing in that document is actually classified. I've used fillers. I put fillers in there so that when I, cause I was writing this, Jeremy said he was writing it in transit and he didn't have access to Sipper, which is our, our secure uh, classified network in the military. So he didn't have access to Sipper. So to get ahead of it, he drafted the classified document using fake names, fake scenarios, fake, fake information so that when he got back, he could literally just uncopy, paste, put the real classified stuff into the document over a secured network and send it up the chain of command. And so the whole time this government has been using a template document, which you or I could have in our possession. It's not against the law. It's not classified. He just pumped the shit out of the out of the state, out of the government just now, just pumped them. And then Jeremy goes on to say, you know, uh, the, the, the attorney said, well, you know, could there be classified info in there? And he said, well, I might have slipped. But I'd have to have the original document. This was this was 17 years ago. I'd have to have the original document to know if if I slipped. But I don't think I slipped. But I'd have to see the original. Do you guys have the original? Oh, you've never looked at the original. So you never actually looked at this document. All you did was take Jeremy Brown's document and say, yep, this is classified. We got them. They got nothing, dude. They, I mean, they just straight up honked the government right here with this document. And, and this is why Jeremy Brown is testifying. We're on lunch right now. We're going to come back and there's going to be a lot more uh, fireworks, I think. But this is big, man. Like, he, he just straight up, I mean. Did he just 
slapped I don't, I don't know how, Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> he just went in there and was like, he was like, you guys think you got something and you got nothing, man. You got, you got, you got a fake document. If you had the real document, you could have compared them side by side and been like, well, that name's not right. That name's not right. That, that tactic isn't right. We were never there. That country wasn't involved in this. That's not the right date. Everything. And it, it was it was genius. And it's something people do in the military. You know, you don't want to sit there and do paperwork when you get back from a deployment. You want to go you want to go home. You want to see your girlfriend, your wife, your 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 mom, your dad. Not in that order. Girlfriend or wife. You usually see the wife first and then the girlfriend. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so he was just trying to get back and, and get everything done. And and so he had this fake document. And I don't know why he had it laying around. I don't I don't know. That doesn't matter. It's not a classified document. It doesn't matter why he had it laying around. But yeah, so that's step one. Uh, to, uh, when we get back from lunch, I think we'll start getting into the grenades and the CD itself. Um, we're gonna—I I think we're gonna see some pretty good stuff now that I'm watching how this defense attorney actually works. Now that we're seeing some of his buildup during the prosecution, now that we're seeing what he was building up to, I think we're gonna find out that the CD that was used to document all this—I've got a feeling—and this is just a hunch. But he was very uh, he was very intrigued by the brand and the make and model of the CD that was used. Now, remember, this is 17 years ago. I think we might find out that that particular CD was not available in 2005. Pure speculation on my part right here. Um, Another thing that we did find out is they, you know, they said the CD had a creation date. And I don't remember the dates off the top of my head, but I think we're going to find out that. that it was it wasn't possible for him to make that CD. So I'll have a lot more coming from that. But for right now, it looks. I mean, I mean when we get back in there, if the if the, the state doesn't say, well, you know, we're going to drop that charge because we kind of we kind of shit the bed on this. Um, if they don't bit. if they don't do that, I, I I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I, if they if they don't do that, my faith in in a, in, in ju- Lady Liberty or uh, justice being blind, it's it's not the case anymore, man. So do they have like? Any actual evidence? We went through the write-up that you did yesterday. We went through uh, a couple of them, and essentially yeah, listen, they, they kind of they the whiffed fact. everything. I mean, did they do anything right? Now that you well, now that you've I been mean, through we today, still, we still got the 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 security log. Uh, excuse me, the CD log, the evidence log on that. It's still not clear if the evidence was documented properly or not. The CD. They, they, they put the CD, they put the evidence log up on the screen and it's so difficult to read, but I don't believe that the CD appears on that. It's not on the photo logs. It's not on the photo logs. And remember the, the FBI staff specialist, Elisa Gonzalez, who walked through the scene with the photographer standing side by side with the photographer saying, take a picture of this, take a picture of that. And, 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 and then asking the photographer, what did you take a picture of? Okay, let me document that. And that's her job is she goes in and documents the pictures and all that stuff. Well, she testified yesterday, uh, well, on Wednesday, that she doesn't remember seeing a CD at all. Now, this is an FBI staff specialist who does this for a living. You think that she would remember seeing a CD in 2022, you know, old technology. You think she would remember seeing a CD with a big red sticker that says secret on it. I mean, just just a hunch. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, you would think that she would remember that. And she says she does not recall seeing that CD in the RV at all. And another thing that I'm hoping that maybe this comes up either in closing arguments or something, but the state didn't look at this CD until August. Well, they didn't put in a request to look at it until August 22nd, 2022. And that was. What is this? Is this what Jim just put up? No, oh, this, this is, is your this is, is your article. One, yeah. yeah, I'm just showing it for everybody. Yeah, so so the the um the uh where was I going with this? Oh, okay. So the whole time the prosecution's up there, they're talking about how serious this is a threat to national security and blah 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 and blah blah blah. Right? It's so dangerous. Secret means that it could be sensitive material that could be destructive to the nation and all this crap. Right? They didn't look at it for a year, like. You, you think they would do a, an assessment, like how bad was the information that was leaked? You know, did, did this leak out? What are we dealing with here? Nope. For a whole year, they're like, it's it's irrelevant. We'll just worry about it three months before the trial. And, and we'll, that's when we'll look at the CD that says secret. We're not going to try and figure out what contents were on it before then. 
but we're going to look at it at the end. It's, it's crazy, dude. Well, and you think about that. If they had something that was actually that important, disagree with me if you want, but wouldn't it make sense if they actually had anything that would amount to that? They would have been all over that. They would have been up its, you know, up its rear, plastering it all over the media Absolutely. to try and, you know, maximize on this narrative because they failed repeatedly every single step of the way on this J6 narrative. They just convicted Stuart Rhodes and uh, um, and Mary uh, of was, was that I always forget her name um, of a uh, seditious conspiracy. The trials have been a shit show. They've completely failed. Oh, if they Kelly, had Kelly any Meggs. Kelly Kelly yeah. Uh, Kelly Meggs, if they had anything that would amount to what they're claiming, they would have had that on front page, front page news, like nonstop, especially through yep, all these absolutely. trials. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's where we're at right now, man. I got to get back in the courtroom. We got about 10 minutes till recess, but uh, I'll, I'll hit you up. Maybe uh, if you guys are still going uh, for your evening show, well, it's evening for me, maybe by then uh, we'll have an idea. I don't think we're going to get a, I don't think the jury's going to deliberate until Monday. So we won't have a, a verdict until Monday, but um, I, I'm pretty confident in at least that charge for sure. I mean, I, that should be dropped right away, but uh, the only one that's probably going to stick are the two weapons charges because he's already said that he's not, he's not hiding that. So um we'll we'll see what happens we haven't heard the story behind the weapons yet though there is a story behind them we got a little taste of it but we haven't gotten the story yet so i gotta get out of here though man all right well hey brian god bless you be safe just so you know we've got everyone asking uh where's uh where's brian at so we've been telling him you're doing some really good work so yeah I'm in, for, I'm in uh, tampa trying to uh trying to save my country man yeah rock on brother thanks for hopping right, on here man care, be safe Um, all right. So awesome update, you guys. This is, uh, you know, we talked about it, both the shows yesterday. Uh, we ran kind of ran out of time in the morning yesterday, but went into it, uh, yesterday evening and it's a really, really big deal. Uh, so I think he's very close Liberty line. I'm pretty sure, but I, I can't remember. I remember he mentioned it. Uh, but we need to be following this. This again will, I believe very much just stack up into another, uh, you know, horrid indictment of the corruption and the absolute evil of our intelligence agencies and the FBI and these pieces of absolute trash. Uh, I had someone ask, no, it's not streamed. That's why uh, Brian's in there. He can't have his cell phone or anything uh, out when he's in there. So he's, he's going out and, and hitting up. Bless me. He's going out and hitting up uh, his social media. So I think I saw his post. He was talking about it on True Social uh, yesterday. If I remember right, uh, and he was saying the first thing I'll do is hit true social, I believe, and maybe telegram, and then he'll hit up the rest of this stuff probably when he's back. Uh, but I'm glad that he, he got a hold of me before, uh, we finished off here, but, uh, this is a, a, a huge deal because we're still seeing these people, uh, being targeted now that we're seeing social media, you know, finally start to collapse under the weight of its own bullshit. Uh, wait a second. Do I have a phone caller? Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hello. Okay, I'm now calling in to interrupt. Oh, okay. I'll just stop talking then. <laughs> um, so I was, I was calling in to interrupt you about the, uh, the Twitter files, and I'll hold that point for a second because I want to comment. I hung up because I wanted to hear what Brian had to say. Um, but, uh, I want to just make a point, like, a massive troll, right? What, what, what happened with this document that's a massive troll and the government looks like complete assholes, right? In in, uh, their presentation and their narrative about how this is, you know, a, an offense to national security and it wasn't, right? And they didn't do the basic due diligence and it's funny it's a troll but it's not just funny this is horrifying this is basic due diligence that they had a year and i know a little something about this <laughs> um this is basic due diligence that they had a year to validate verify do what they needed to do to be able to effectively prove their case in federal court and they had a year and they didn't even do the basic due diligence to verify whether or not the information was truly classified. That is horrifying. And I, I agree with, with Brian. If they don't come back, if the judge doesn't come back 
with a severe rebuke of the prosecution on this, we've got, we've got beyond serious problems. This man is a Marine. He served his country. Um, he uh, stood up to fascism and the tyranny of, hey, just come inform with us. We won't even fingerprint you. It'll be totally fine. Like, we just, we just want to, you know, get in there. We'll make it less, less chaotic, less of an issue for you here with us there on the ground. And he said no. And he blew the whistle on them and they're punishing him, but they're not even effective at that because they didn't do the basic due diligence. Uh, if, if this is not a severe, if this is not severely rebuked, we've got way bigger problems in this country than we realize. And we already know we got way big problems, right? So that's, uh, that, that I'm, I was blown away by what he just said. Yeah, I mean, in some like you, you understand the the Stuart Road stuff. I mean, that's already, I don't think, is very far detached from the problem that we would have if if they don't come out and do that. But they had a whole lot of resources devoted to that trial, and that smear campaign was going on for years, and then escalated the last two years. So, I mean, as as unbelievably outrageously disgusting and fraudulent and corrupt, uh, you know the ruling against Kelly Meggs and Stuart Rhodes is, as well as the rest of the Oath Keepers, uh, but for seditious conspiracy, this one cannot possibly stand. Just on, I don't even care if you are a radical brainwashed person, if you're an NPC, there's no way that they can, if if what is coming out aligns with everything that he, what he's just saying, uh, there's absolutely no possible freaking way that they can that they can hit him with this. Uh, and at that point, ooh, uh, maybe I'm not going to say Yeah, anything. I know. Maybe I'm not going to say anything. All right. So the point that I was actually um, calling to interrupt you about was um, about the Twitter files, right? So we're looking at their back end, Tom. We're seeing these emails that go back and forth. We're seeing the US government entities that are involved. We're seeing that, you know, they are, you know, I, I was really blown away a lot by the uh, non-removal policy interventions, right? They have decided that they are going to define what's true and attempt to censor and control any um, efforts to say, hey, that's not actually true. That's your truth, which is not the truth, right? Um, and they stop it. So my, the point I want to make is, and I want everybody in the audience to think about this, if you think this is only happening at Twitter, <laughs> Um, this is happening. So the, the example that I want you to ponder, what happens when you try to search something on the internet? If you try to search something that's off narrative, what kind of results do you get in Google? When you, when we originally, I was a very early super user of Google because I was doing research projects in college at the time that Google was launched. And it was amazing. I used I, I I remember in the early 2000s going to like Yahoo was the default search browser and I didn't know how to change it and I would type in Google and I would go to Google because I got better more accurate results. That was what the product was built on. That's their brand or it was right now. If you try to Google something that is against the narrative, your search results are not accurate anymore. They are manipulated. And so, you know, we talk a lot in the conservative movement. This has kind of irritated me for a long time. We talk a lot in the conservative movement about censorship, right? And big tech censorship. And we've got to rein in this big tech censorship. But significantly, I've written probably way too many words on this topic. The more significant issue with big tech is our data, right? We can consider that by looking how Google is manipulating search, and then consider all the other things you use Google for. Drive, mail, chat, video chat, right? All of this level of collaboration and coordination among the entities, the governing entities, the SIPIs of all the big tech companies, and there are probably SIPIs. I don't know what if they're called that. It's probably some of them are bots, and maybe some of them are, are natural breasts. So I don't know, although I don't think any of these big, big tech companies can compare to the miraculous thing that is the human breast. But anyway, I digress. They are absolutely, these entities, these, these escalation boards, these off 
ticketing system things, dialogue, decision-making processes that are happening in all of these things. And it's not just about who to send. It's about what to do with our data. It's about what people are allowed to search and find. And the, what Twitter is showing us right now is, is this new Congress, the, the, this Republican uh, uh, controlled house, doesn't immediately drag every single one of big tech leaders behind, uh, in front of rather, a congressional hearing and say, this is what was happening at Twitter. Was this happening at yours? Do you have something like the SIPPES? Do you have visibility filtering? What do you, how are you tagging search? Are you tagging it manually? Are you, are you manipulating or engaging in people's mail, drive, chat? Those questions need to be asked. And this Twitter release gives us the, the cause to ask that question. So that's the point I wanted to make. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. No, you're absolutely right. And that is, uh, some people have uh, been aware of that. You know, you have a background in it that a lot of people probably don't have. Uh, although there's more than, you know, anyone in the media will admit that they, again, think that we're all stupid and we don't know that these things are going on. Gmail is absolutely uh, affecting mail deliverability. They're absolutely affecting all these things. I was, you know, I wasn't a super user, but I was a conspiracy theorist, very, you know, conspiracy theorist, very young. So, uh, back in the uh, early 2000s, I was searching all kinds of stuff, or mid 2000s, I guess. Uh, I was I was like hours a day. I was looking at things, and it's, it was very very obvious that things started to shift, like almost every year after that. But then every like few years, you all of a sudden notice a huge difference. So like around 2010, 2012. 2015, you started to notice that certain topics, all of a sudden, things that you used to be able to find, they just didn't exist. Or you'd have to literally, and I I, I mean this literally, instead of finding things because you would type in nearly exactly what you were looking for, or you would know where you would find these things, now you, you would either find them buried in like page 8, page 30 of search results, or you just couldn't get to them. And you'd have, you'd have to you know try and find them a different way. And it, would, it, it was ridiculous. And I can only imagine that because I, I don't really use Google too much anymore unless I'm trying to cross-reference things. Um, but it's it's very, very apparent. And they have all of these, you know, they have logins into everything. The amount of data that they have just having integrations with all of these different platforms and all of these different user interfaces is overwhelmingly massive. And I don't really think that people talk about it, which is okay right now because, you know, right now, you know, the public is getting these certain these certain drops, these little uh, bites of what's actually been going on. But when we talk about, like yesterday on the uh, on the show we were doing for the Twitter files when we were live, we we're talking about you know everything. Like it all has. I was talking about people's worldview and their perspective on on everything. It has to like completely 
be destroyed, which is why we need to have grace with people because they're not just assimilating one piece of information. Any of these big things, if you take people who are like real hardcore anti-Trumpers or people who haven't bought into the election fraud or people who dismissed censorship uh, on the social media stuff, who, who dismissed that stuff outright, who have actually believed a lot of this J6 narrative, any of these things, any of these massive uh, you know, paradigm monopolies that we have that have been pushed on us through social media and reinforced and shoved down everyone's throats through the media, you, you can't just like take in one of those things and then you kind of go, oh, that was uncomfortable. All right. You have to completely break down your, your entire worldview and then build it back up again, which can happen you know, in a minute. It can happen. Sometimes it takes weeks for people to really reconcile those things. But it's, it's, a, it's a big process. And the same thing has to happen in the physical world, in this realm, whatever we call it with our government and again with these big tech things because it's all completely uh, from like down to the foundation to the bones at the cellular, cellular level. It is completely evil and built and infiltrated into every aspect of our lives. And it's built to surveil us and to learn everything about us and to steal all of our data and all of our information and to control us. We can't just like fix some of the code on Twitter uh, to use that example and say, okay, now now we're okay. Now things are going to get better. It, that's not how it works. It is We need to tear it down, is my opinion. Absolutely agree. And, you know, I'm just, while you're talking, I'm thinking of, you know, responses that I've gotten because I've been, I, you know, I had a, a kind of paradigm shatter when I was, you know, towards the end of my 20 years in corporate America, I'd spent about five years becoming a subject matter expert on the business side of cloud technology. But the more I learned about cloud technology, the more uncomfortable I got with it because prior to, to that role, uh, you know, a few roles prior to that, I, I had worked on outsourcing projects, right? Uh, lots of big corporate, massive uh, taking jobs away from Americans and moving them overseas. And I, you know, regretted that and felt very uncomfortable about it. So as I was learning about cloud technologies, cloud technology is outsourcing. You're outsourcing your technology. And so when I think about like some people say, oh, well, I use it. I use a VPN, right? A VPN will protect your data while it's in transit. It'll protect your identity while you're on the internet. If you're logged into your Google account, and using Google services, if you're logged in while you're searching, right? If you're, if you're using Google services in general, you're using a cloud-based service, which is operating on Google's server, right? They have all of our data. The cloud industry, right? The market share is Google, Amazon, or Amazon's the biggest, Amazon, Microsoft, Google. Those are the people who have on their servers and their data centers that even the government doesn't have access to, those are the people that have all the world's data. And these are the companies that everybody's screaming about censorship for. It kind of drives me nuts because it is a much bigger issue than having your, you know, your, your Twitter, your, your tweet suppressed. We're actually talking about like I firmly believe that your digital your digital footprint your digital identity is a, is an extension of your physical self and it should be treated as such. I think we need massive data privacy um, changes in this country as it relates to how we audit for data. We need to. I, I was talking about this back in 2018, and I've been working on some stuff, but uh, with the stolen election, everything kind of went by the wayside. So I haven't picked it up in a in a couple of years, but. Um, I, I, I say we treat data like, like dollars. We need to regulate data like dollars. We need to make sure that they're not, uh, you know, that, that anyone, anyone who is holding our data, our digital identity, our digital footprint, and that's everyone because every company is a technology company now, right? Every company has access to our data. Um, we need to treat data like dollars. And we need, you know, like SEC level protection over our data and that is a radical change from what we have now what we have now is complexity breeds and hides corruption that's the regulatory environment that we're seeing in now so we were talking last night and we were listening to those guys on twitter um kind of break down the twitter files and everything and they're like oh my gosh you can't 
throw out 230 because it would be madness trying to get everybody, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it would be madness trying to get everybody to figure out and, and operate in a new regulatory environment. It's madness now. Complexity breeds and hides corruption, and we have so we have a massive government corruption problem. Sixty-eight percent of the country knows it, according to the New York Times. It's their number one concern is government corruption. Sixty-eight percent. The New York Times was stunned by that poll. Tried to explain it away. We have a massive corruption problem, and it's a lot of it is hidden in these hyper complex regulatory environments. So um, I think that the American people need to put their shoulder to the wheel, not just on censorship. And, and these, this censorship is a big issue. It's a big story, right? Especially the, the manipulation behind the scenes of um, manipulation behind the scenes by campaigns and by government entities. That is a massive story that absolutely needs to be pursued. But we cannot say, okay, they're going to take care of the censorship problem. Everything else in our technology landscape is fine because it is most certainly not. And censorship, I think, is a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a valid and very important distraction. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medicare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do, uh, you know, dangerous things like some of us like to do, that may require some emergency medical attention. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency, uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air MedCare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and promo code is daily. Go check them out. 100%. Well said. Absolutely. Well, I have you on here. Um, I went through the facts. Is there anything you want to cover? Otherwise, I think we should pray for uh, a few really great people. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I would just say, you know, in light of everything that I just said, and, you know, in light of thinking about the role that technology companies are playing in our lives and the lack of oversight that our data as an extension of our digital selves has, I would say that my over the weekend, I would ask everybody to kind of think about that. Um, if you go to ashenamerica.com, I wrote a piece called They Think They Can Play God Because They Can. Um, I'll throw it up on my Telegram today. Uh, but I, I think everybody needs to, you can't have cognitive dissonance about this, and we can't say, oh, my God, it's such a big problem. We're never going to be able to solve this, right? We actually, we, we need the American people to get smart on, on uh, you know, our rights real quick. We need to go back to the studs, to the Bill of Rights, and we need to put our shoulder to the wheel. If we lose, if this generation, us, this line, us standing in the line, standing in the gap, uh, uh, you know, with all of the, the pains and penalties that we are receiving for being bold and brave enough to speak truth, and there's a lot of us, but if we lose, it's a thousand years of darkness. We have a full transhuman future if we lose this right now. That's what's on the line. And so um, I would say, you know, for the facts, send it because, you know, we send thousands of faxes to Congress every day. I want thousands of each fax to go to each Congress member every day. They need to hear our voice. The mainstream here right now is saying this whole Twitter files thing is nothing. That's just how it works. Private companies can do whatever they want. They're making a big thing out of nothing. Elon Musk is suddenly an alt-right, you know, conspiracy theorist or something. Um, that's the narrative that's out there. The only way to counter that is with our voices. There's no, I mean, there's no, there's no, no Fox News that's going to pick it up and everything's going to change. Now is the time in the gap. Now is the time to speak the truth. So, uh, obviously if you're a conservative daily member, you can send every fact every day. You should. You can edit it if you think that I'm too hard or 
Apollo is too harsh or that, you know, the things that were saying, you, you can absolutely edit it. It, it, it is your, it, you're signing it, your letter to Congress, right? But, um, the, the, you know, and I got, what, what decade are you living in? Faxes to Congress? As if Congress is going to do something and who faxes, right? I get that one a lot. Um, faxes are treated as a more official form of communication to our legislative leaders. And that's why we fax. And Congress, yeah, we're paying their salaries. They need to hear our voices. If you were running your small business and an employee was acting the way Congress was acting, would you not talk to them? Would you not express your grievances? Would you not demand that they remedy their bad behavior? Of course you would. So, yes, faxes to Congress. Very 22. Amen to that. I want to put this up real quick since we're talking on this uh on this point for just a minute. So we all know where a lot of this comes from. And a lot of this, uh, a lot of this agenda is developed and then pushed down through the world economic forum and the rest of these, you know, six psychopaths. So this is on the world economic forums website. Yesterday, losing digital trust will harm technological innovation. Here's how to earn it again. The points at the top, digital trust in technologies used by government and business is at an all-time low. Failure to rebuild digital trust is financially damaging and undermines credibility of societal institutions. A new report by WEF explains how to build more trustworthy technologies. They start digital trust among individuals is rapidly running out Sorry, along with a it. Report by a new report by who now? The World Economic Forum. Oh, okay, good. So it's fine. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com a company that puts its money where its mouth is love it get the augusta precious metals free gold ira guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement well let's see what it is uh okay that's not the whole report i'll look into that later um but digital trust among individuals is rapidly running out along with it expectation that digital technologies and services and organizations providing them will protect all stakeholders' interests and uphold societal expectations and values. So let's translate that real quick. At, because people are losing trust because we know that they are trying to enslave us all and have been lying to us about everything and stealing everything that we hold dear. and and uh, socially engineering everything about our society because of that <laughs> the expectation that these technologies services and organizations will protect all stakeholders interests who are the stakeholders who are those people stakeholders interests, and uphold societal expectations and values we know what societal expectations and values those are that's you know the anti-human anti-freedom uh you know complete fascist uh you know new world order agenda that they've been pushing over us this agenda 2030 uh one world government un uh world world courts world laws to stop the current free fall in trust leaders of companies who create and deploy digital technologies need to make more trustworthy decisions about those technologies so on one <laughs> probably this is just uh them signaling but also, I have a feeling that some of this might actually be, uh, you know, kind of a news bulletin. So they're telling all of their assets, hey, guys, let's have the appearance of, trans of transparency and accountability for yep. like a few days. That's what I think this is. They're, they're telling, 
hey guys, pay attention, because really what this probably is in a lot of ways is like a bulletin board for all of the you know New World Order puppets at the high level, and they read this and you know they understand what's being said. Uh, and I think that's, yep. that's part of what is happening here is they're saying, hey guys, tone it down a little bit. Uh, you have all know Harari. Back up on the we don't need God. Uh, you know, we're gonna di- we're gonna socially engineer humans and uh, you know, we're gonna sur- surveil you from inside your bodies. J- just drop that lingo for mm-hmm. maybe like a week or two. That's probably what the translation of this is. To stop the current free fall. So yeah, we're too you- public. <laughs> yeah, guys, 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 roll it back, roll it back, you guys. Roll it back a bit. So wait, can I just make a point? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The data that, that they use to make these grand assertions and plans is u- usually has at least some truth in it, right? People don't trust institutions anymore. That's absolutely true. But whatever solution to that the World Economic Forum is selling, we don't want, right? So Tori on her show on um, December 7th, and I'm behind, but uh, on December 7th, she played um, a whole bunch of Harari stuff. Fun fact, he's writing a children's book. Um, Andrew Yang is going to buy the children's book for his kids. These people are insane. It's, a, it's, 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 it's Harari's history of the world for kids. Um, so that should be good. Everybody, you know, Christmas is coming. <laughs> but, uh, he played Harari, and he's talking about right bodily autonomy um, surveillance being about, uh, you know, outside of the skin versus under the skin. He's talking about all these things that, that, that they're planning on doing. Now, understand me. All of the data that they're going to get from those chips, that they're going to get from the Neuralink, all of that data, that data is still sitting on the servers that people own. Right? I think one of the best branding things in the world was to say the cloud because it just makes people detach from what's actually happening. And the, the world that they're moving is, I mean, it, it, it's transhumanist, right? It's, we're going to become our own gods, do what thou wilt. Um, I was arguing on Twitter last night with somebody about Darwin. It's like celebrating Darwin. Darwin did horrifying experiments on indigenous peoples in Australia and New Zealand uh, to prove, you know, or to discover, I should say, to test his hypothesis that they were less evolved, right? Super horrifying. Uh, really good book on the topic is Darwin's Plantation by Ken Ham. Excellent book. I highly recommend it. Um, but it's the same, it's the same thing, right? What they're doing, they're painting it in happy little terms under the guise of this climate crisis. Right? Oh my God, the planet is dying, so we have to start eating people and killing them off, and you know, chipping them and keeping them in their pens because we don't want them running around hurting the world. That's for us. But of course, we need them to like work and stuff. So we'll just chip them, take you know, keep them in their pens, let them out to work. That's the world we're moving towards. We are already enslaved. We they've already sold us out. The people that we vote for. Swear an oath, put their hand on a Bible, the holy word of God, and swear an oath to protect and defend American natural rights. That's what they're swearing an oath to. And they're, they've already sold us out. So, um, I, the, the, it's happening now, right? It's like, I, you know, we, all of us watching this, you know, this show certainly feel like we've been screaming into the void forever, right? We don't need to vote harder. We need to scream louder. And, uh, yeah, we should pray. Well, we need to get off our butts. So you mentioned Darwin too. I'm going to give everyone like 30 seconds. Who knows what the full title of the origin of species was? I'm going to wait like I'm going to wait 20 seconds because I want to see if anyone knows it. it. I'm sure you do Uh, because no one really knows. You know, everyone's, oh, the origin of species. Yeah. Darwin wrote this great book called The Origin of Species. And uh, some people who have actually looked into it know that he has a lot of really interesting ties with the Rockefellers and some of these cabal families uh, where he got all of his funding. But what is the full title of The Origin of Species? I want to know if anyone knows right now, because it's not just the origin of species. 
and I'm going to give you five more seconds. Then I'm going to tell you. It looks like the rumble has caught up. Um, okay, so dun dun dun. The full title of Darwin's book, The Origin of Species, was. Uh, let's see. Do we have any answers yet? Wait, wait, wait. Nope. Something about natural selection. Uh, the Origin of Species. Can I take a guess? By, I can, I, can I take a guess? I didn't look it up, and I don't know if I'm right. Go for it. Yeah, oh, I've had. It. I've been screaming this. Okay. So I, I know what it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is the origin of species and the evolution of man. Negative. Okay. It's the origin of species um, by means of natural selection and the preservation of favored races in the struggle for uh, for existence. Or the struggle for oh, snap! I definitely did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the I'm trying to. I want to make sure I get it right. Um, yeah, origin of species by means of set of natural selection and the preservation of favored races. There you go. That's what evolution's based on. You know, that kind of research. Holy cow. That is like, yeah. I'm sure I've read that somewhere, but it's been beaten out of my head, apparently, by the narrative ninnies. And yep. my own lack of keeping up with darkness, I find him repulsive. Yep, but, you know, don't worry, guys. It's just the origin of species, right? That's the only important part that we're taught. So don't worry, guys. All is good. Remember that when uh, you know you're mocked for uh, questioning evolution. If you know, you know. Uh, but okay. So, Ash, do you want to pray? We have a few things to pray for. We've got to pray for Mel Holly. We've got to pray for Jeremy Brown, CanCon. Um, and if uh, if we can, uh, I want us to pray for Captain Brad Fry as well. Okay. Why don't we both pray? I'll start, and then you can pick it up. Go for it. Father God, we just come into your presence and we praise you. We honor you and we thank you for allowing us to know and see the truth during this time. Father God, I lift up Mel and her whole family you and I pray that you're holding Elijah in your arm and that he has no pain and that he has no sadness and he has no more and he is living in glory with you. It hurts here, God, it hurts when we lose the people that we love and I just, I, I can't imagine the mama boy, I can't imagine the pain that Mel is feeling but I just Send your spirit on her, on everyone in the family. You wrap them in your arms, that you surround them with your angels, and you let them feel peace. The overwhelming peace that surpasses all understanding will be present with them. Um, Father God, we pray for CanCon, who is doing uh, incredible work to bring truth. We just pray that you keep him safe, that you uh, protect his, his mind, let him see the truth, him in the courtroom and give him the boldness and courage to speak the truth. We pray for, for Jeremy Brown, Lord, that you would give him public redemption, that he can restore his name, and that you would return tenfold to him everything that they have stolen, Lord. We just, we, we're living in this, this land of chaos and confusion and complexity and we don't know which way is up and we don't know which way is down and the only thing that certainly for me gives me the ability to stand firmly fixed on the rock is you god is your word is feeling your spirit is hearing your voice and so i pray father for apollo and for joe and for zach and for you and everybody at pydoxa and pin that that people who are trying to deliver news, technology solutions, and other industries, everybody out there that's trying to do it, 
in a way that has integrity, in a way that puts them in the center of your will, in a way that honors and glorifies you. Father God, we pray that, that you would amplify right now and give the protection and the resolve in this time to do what's right and to do your will. And Father God, I just wanna I wanna continue to bless them and I want the spirit of love, the spirit of us using the divine gifts that you give us to radiate throughout our entire people and continue to pray and drop blessings on Mel Holly and her family. And I, I ask that you fill up Captain Brad with with a, a supernatural light and just just heal him and bless him and whatever pain he may he may be going through i know that he is a he is a warrior he is a strong man and he is a leader so i ask that you ease his heart and i know that he feels a great amount of anger at all the things that we see all the evil that we see going on just like we do here and so many others do and i ask that we can we can walk through that we can shoulder that and and drop it when it's unnecessary, when it's just weighing us down and we can have joy for all the victories that we are seeing. And I just ask that you invigorate him, fill him with strength. Let him continue to serve his mission and let him remember to, to take care of himself. Let him honor himself as we honor him now for all the sacrifice that he has given for the service that he has given to this country and to you. And to his people. And if he needs support, I just ask that you connect him with those who can give it. I ask that those who can honor him, those that can bless him, those that can support him, can help him, can help can help take some of the weight off his shoulders that he feels. I ask that we are connected and that we see an opportunity to do so. So just bless him and cover him in, in a light of healing. And please do so for the for the hearts and bodies of all those who have been affected by this agenda. Do so and, and fill them with hope and with love. And despite all the evil, despite the loss and the heartbreak that so many are feeling, I ask that they can turn that into, into fuel, that they can take that pain and turn it into, into a power that all of us so greatly need in order to continue the fight, to fight for your kingdom and to take back this nation to turn back this, this evil, to swing the pendulum the other way and to take that momentum and slingshot it so far towards you that all the darkness is, is shut out, all of the darkness is, is blinded, that we see nothing but you, that we are immune to the attacks of the devil that continue daily that every step that we take, we know that we are closer to victory. We know that we are closer to the complete collapse and the revival of this nation under your laws. And that every step that we take in that direction, we can, we can feel that power. We can feel your spirit rising in us. And we can just hold on to it and we can continue to follow you. And as we continue to see more information come out, that we can continue to keep the fight on and we can, we can continue to expose what is being done to our children. We can be champions for them. We can be champions for the voiceless. And we can be those who will actually stand and defend ourselves. We know that you have given us power here so that we can defend ourselves, so that we can be a strong people together who can build your kingdom. And I ask that we remain focused only on you, that we do these things to glorify you that we exalt your name, that we, we listen and, and bathe in your wisdom and in your words, and that when we speak, it comes from our hearts, which you have filled with your love. We love you, Lord God, and we're so grateful for the blessings and for the forgiveness that, that we receive. And I just ask that we all we all bend our knees and we ask you to forgive us for our apathy again. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. I pray all these things and I pray for your spirit to guide us as we head into this into these holidays. I pray for you to take back our nation and for you to sway our hearts. May our thoughts be unclouded. May our words be clear. May our eyes and ears be open and receiving to your words, to your wisdom. May our bodies be free of any of the chains that our minds have placed on us. Let us walk free. Let us have choice and let us see the choices that are available to us, not just those that they present to us, not just those controlled behaviors that they convince us are civil and are following decorum. Let us see the true choices we have available so that we can step out freely and with courage without fear holding us back. Pray these things in the name of our our Savior, your Son, He who died for our sins, He who loves us more than we can love ourselves, our, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let it be so. Amen. Oh, somebody, uh, I noticed before we started praying, somebody in the chat said we're listening to Apollo Edit. <laughs> I like it. Apolitics, yeah, I think that like was, <laughs> I think that was Not like apologetic, <laughs> apologetic. I thought it was a politics. Apologetic. Was it apologetic? Apologetic is the spreading of the faith, but they said apologetic. Oh, 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 I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'll yeah, start an, I'll, I'll start <laughs> an apologetic show. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> apologetic would be a good name for a show. Yeah, I'm down with that. You may have just named a show. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Who was that? We have to figure it out. I think, I, I think it was Jada. You say Jada? I think it was. No, it is. She's back. Oh, Jada left a while ago, but she's back. Yay. It was Jada. Jada may have named a show. Okay, Jada, you got to be on the show. Yeah, there you go. That you just You'll named. have to be on the inaugural episode. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it. So a uh, couple of housekeeping. First of all, of course, Mike Lindell, of course, uh, go to dcfguns.co. Uh, as I said, we have to take responsibility for protecting ourselves because that's why we're here. Uh, so do that. That includes arming yourself and knowing how to use them and being uh, able to be not only effective uh, individual, but head of your household, if you're a man or a woman, to protect your household, protect your castle, but also as a community member, because there's no one-man team. There are uh, no Navy Teals, Navy SEAL uh, Team 6 in uh, in the real world when it comes to what we face as a society. So get to know your neighbors, love them, bridge the gap, and train with them if you have the opportunity. Uh, also, hit the rumble button, and I want you guys to share this because we need the update that CanCon just gave out to reach a lot of people. Everyone needs to be following this case. We're going to clip that part out where he gave us that update and send that out as well. Uh, but make sure that you that you do that, uh, and we'll be following CanCon for some more updates. Uh, maybe we'll have him on later uh, if he's out of court at that time. Did you have something? Oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Is there a, a, a Joe Tig fun Friday situation happening at four? Yes, there is. And is there a Sunday show happening on Sunday? Yes, there is. But you got to be a member for that one. Yep. So if you are not a member, uh, all you need to do to get access to that is have any membership on Conservative Daily, and you'll be able to see that show on conservative-daily.com. Those Sunday shows are only on conservative-daily.com. And I know there are a couple people who are having issues signing up. So if you are one of those people, send me an email to apollo at conservative-daily.com. And if you can, send a screenshot. Uh, If you are having an issue, there are a couple of you that I've sent some things over uh, so that they fix it. Uh, but send me a screenshot and include the URL so I can get it handled as quickly as possible if you are having any issues. Uh, that's it. Anything else, Ash? No, I was just going to say, when when um, when you were praying, I, I thought you were done, so I came off mute, and, and then I ended up interrupting your prayer. <laughs> so I am working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also going to because it, it's just it's just it's, you know old 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 dogs and new tricks but i'm working <laughs> on it everybody pray that ash can hold 
hold the uh, the interrupting because it, it really was people. <laughs> and yeah, no, it was a politics. It was a politics. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yeah. A po- a politics, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, a politics. I dig it. I'll, I'll I'll do a show called The Politics. Uh, I guess I did say Navy Teals during the prayer. The new trans enforcers, so, says Jeff McKenzie. Uh, <laughs> now I'm I don't know what's going on with my words this week. I got like I got Navy Teals, uh, twending. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. What? When you going to go? Oh, it was Apollo text. Yeah. See, I was right. Mm. I'm always right. Just kidding. Well, you usually are, but I think apologetics is, is pretty cool too. And, you know, we talk a lot about Jesus. And, and so. Yeah. Well, maybe all you right. need to do two shows. Yeah, maybe I do. I'll do apologetics and apologetics. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Uh, I've got some stuff. I've got to run. But thank you all. I know we went long today. It was for good reason. So we will see you later. And as always, pray. Uh, pray for... Uh, also, pray for Allie. I know she was under the weather. I forgot to mention that in the prayer. Um, I think she's she's been a little under the weather. So pray for her. Uh, pray and bless uh, Captain Fry. He's our, our brother in arms. And uh, pray for Mel Holly. Pray for our service members. Well, I'm sure see some interesting things as this Vax mandate uh, revocation unfolds. And uh, pray for our nation. Turn to God. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for jumping on, Ash. Yeah, God bless everyone. The light poured in Day two let the flood begin Day one left me in my bed I can barely remember it Heart shattered in a thousand ways They tell me pain gonna come in waves They tell me I'm gonna be okay I'm still waiting for the first to break Why would you give and then take him away Suddenly in could you not let it fade What I would give for a couple of days A couple of days Is it just across the Jordan or a city in the stars are you singing with the angels are you happy where you are well until this show is over and you run into my arms god has you in heaven but i have you in my heart
that he's home. Thank you, Lord, for my beautiful son.